HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Visit WholeFoodsMarket.com or download the Whole Foods Market app to learn more and find the store nearest to you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. How many apps do you have on the home screen of your smartphone? It's an app-powered world, and if you love apps and are looking to discover some new ones, this episode of Tech Bytes is for you. Hello, hello, Heritage Radio Network listeners in the U.S., New York City, Brooklyn, and around the world. Do you know that the Heritage Radio Network is listened to by people in more than 65 countries around the globe? We are worldwide, baby. It's pretty exciting. All powered by tech. And this is the perfect show to talk about that. This is Tech Bites. I'm Jennifer Leutze, your host. And once a week, we talk about the intersection of food and technology. We, peop- we talk to people making the tech, using the tech. It's a really diverse, broad group of people. And before we kick off every show, when we're making introductions, we always talk about apps. How did that come to be? Well, we are st- in our third year of Tech Bytes. We started in January of 2015. And like any new endeavor... It takes a little while to kind of get used to things and get into the flow. It was episode number four back in February 2015 when we first started asking people, hey, what's your favorite app? Could be something new you just discovered. Could be something that's been living on your phone from the very beginning for years and years. And while it does fit into the tech wheelhouse, The reason behind the app piece is actually much, much more practical. A lot of people who come on the show, while they are super smart and well-accomplished in their day-to-day lives, most people have never been on radio and find it a little bit intimidating sometimes, especially because we are broadcast live. So the app segment, 
thinking about it, because I'm both the host and the producer, the app segment was a way to, one, provide a nice piece of information and public service for people listening. You may not necessarily be interested in the guest or the topic, but everybody is interested in discovering a new app. So that's part one. Act one of Tech Bytes is the app for public service, information, and also as an icebreaker. Because people love to talk about themselves. They're very, very comfortable talking about things they're familiar with and they use every day. It's also a nice look into people's personalities and what makes them tick and, and what things they like. So this episode of Tech Bytes is going to be a compilation of some of the best of app discussions, starting off with the very first app episode. Episode four from February 2015. We are going to start something a little bit new today on Tech Bytes. At the beginning of the show, we're going to do have a little appetizer where we're going to talk about apps. Appetizer apps. If it's you have to explain it, I guess it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> there are about a billion smartphones out in the world today, and people use them not to make phone calls and talk to other people. They use them to do stuff and find stuff and entertain themselves. And part of how they do that is with apps. And it's kind of amazing, I think, how when you go out into the world today and you just watch people living in the world, most of them are on their phone and they're doing something and they're using an app to get their day moving and started and connect with people. And in the Tech Bytes world, there are so many food-related apps ranging from how to get restaurant reservations to the Monterey Seafood Watch app, which will tell you which fish is okay to buy, to the Where's My Local Farmer, down to you know apps for farmers who you know can track their cows on their pastures. So there's a lot going on. So what we're going to do in appetizers, we're going to talk about new apps, apps we like, and apps we think need to be invented. So my app today that, and Julia, you have a few minutes to think about what your answer is going to be, and you're not right. allowed to say delectable, because we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty low. <laughs> so one of the, the, one of my new additions to my phone is an app called Is the L Train Fucked? And I spend a lot of time in Bushwick now, in Brooklyn, and that means I ride the L train a lot, which I never used to do. And the L train can be a little temperamental. It only, you know, runs in a straight line, but that straight line can be challenging. So Is the L Train Fucked is actually a website that was created back in February 2011 by a creative director named Jonathan Vigiano. Vigiano? And it basically pulls the MTA's API in real time. And if you go to isthealtrainfuck.com, it's a gray screen and it says, is the L train fucked? And then it has a circle and it says, yup, if it is, or a circle that says, nope, if it's not. So this was so successful. People really enjoyed it. It's free. It's fun. The design is simple and elegant. He turned it into an app in 2014. So it's free, it's on iTunes, and it still does only one thing. You punch it and it says, yep or nope. And that is something that I've started to use very regularly and really appreciate because it's been very helpful and has saved me from being late to Tech Bytes on more than one occasion already. So that's my favorite app. Julia, what's your favorite app? So like you, I'm, I'm actually really a fan of just 
functional apps. I don't want to spend more time on my phone than I already do, to be honest. Um, and one of my favorites for a while is a weather app called Solar. And it's just really simple and beautiful. And there's nothing that exciting to really write home about about it. It's just that I can swipe between like the different places that I tend to go because I travel a lot for work. And, um, and then I know if I'm going to freeze my ass off or boil, basically. It's it's really simple, but it's the app, like one app that I use every day. That and Uber, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lifeline and Maps. <laughs> and so, Jack, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your favorite app or newest app? I have two that I love right now. And this is really surprising to me because it's an app from the city of New York, and I never would have thought that I'd enjoy an app from A that. civic app. It's the 311 app because it really quickly and easily tells you if alternate side parking is in effect. So it kind of saves me the call to 311 or, like, looking it up. It just pops up as a notification on my phone. Like, in the case of the snow, it just said alternate side parking suspended. That's pretty amazing because the alternate side parking regulations in New York City are very complicated and difficult to follow. Yeah, this actually made it pretty easy for me. And I was surprised. Somebody told me, like, oh, get the NYC 311 app. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. They won't have a good app. But it's clean. It's good. And then my other choice was, um, and I'm sure a lot of other people would agree, Venmo. Um, it makes utility splitting very easy. Oh. You know, like uh, you know, splitting up electric and gas and internet charges and uh, splitting checks at dinner. It makes really easy, too. If uh, instead of putting a bunch of cards on the table, everybody can just Venmo you their share. And then you put it on your card. So it's not a calculator. It's a system where people can pay you. Yes. Pay you it's their percentage like, of a bill. Exa- or anything, really. You set it up, and it's free to use. You put your bank account information in, and you can send and receive payments across any bank to anybody. Perfect. And they don't take any charge. I'm kind of How confused. does that work, then? I, you know, I don't know. I'm confused by it. But Are, um, are they just copying all your credit card information? It's in there. I mean, I haven't had any problems yet. It came before Apple Pay, and Apple Pay seems to be set up in a similar fashion. So it'll be interesting to see if Venmo lasts. But for now, it's a great app. Could you pay New York City if you get a parking ticket because 311 goes on the fritz? That would be full circle. Soon, soon come. So the first thing we do on Tech Bytes is we start every episode like a good meal with an appetizer. And we go around the studio and everyone calls out their favorite app, something they've just discovered, something they love, an old standby. And today, I think, because we missed him last week, we'll start off with Declan. I have a, I have a good one this week. So um, this came to my attention through Facebook, and the app is called mobile justice um it's essentially just a video recorder but um it has the ability to immediately send videos that you record to your local aclu to report on violence uh, police brutality things like this it also has an option that you can turn on called witness which broadcasts your location so people can uh find you if something is happening and uh, you can also just report on things that are happening through text and send them to your local ACLU. So it's really, really cool. And uh, yeah. Kind of a timely app also. And I think one of the more serious apps that we've talked about on the show. Yeah. What's yeah. the name of that app again? Uh, it's called Mobile Justice. Mobile Justice. Wow. Does it also allow you to connect with any other people or law enforcement or your own personal kind of... 911 list in case 
the event is happening closer to you personally? Mm, I don't. Not necessarily. It, it, it's more. It's, it's more just of like. It's. I think it's more to report on crimes that you witness uh, rather than crimes that are happening to you. So like, when people are protesting and people are getting arrested, I think it's for that. And and you know, a lot of police officers will try to take away uh, cameras, cell phones, stuff like that. So I think it's more for like an instant uh, sending to you know somebody like that that could use it, like the ACLU. It also has a list of all your rights. In uh, just um, wow. in the app, so yeah, that's really interesting and potentially helpful and and a good tool. But it almost makes me sad that we have it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a good friend who works for a company called Public Stuff that provides app technology to local governments. So sort of like three one one, but in an app, um, and lots of like smaller second tier cities um, use their technology to allow constituents to report on. You know, anything from noise complaints to, you know, violent crime that they see happening in the streets. It's amazing what technology does. It does a lot of serious things. Also, here we tend to talk about the things that are fun and kind of luxuries and and very much, you know, first world champagne problems like help me get a reservation to Babo. But <laughs> you forget sometimes that there's a lot of really impactful uses for technology also. Um, Jack, I'm rather somber, but do you have something? Well, I'll change the pace here. My app is Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know anything about Snapchat, really, and I always thought it was for kids. I mean, the one person that communicates with me on Snapchat is my girlfriend's younger sister, and she just sends a stream of selfies. <laughs> I never thought it was a very serious app until recently. We just started a new show uh, with the ladies from Of A Kind, this design magazine, and uh, they had this really like world-class photographer on and she was talking about snapchat being this new frontier in social media and she's obsessed with it and they've got this new function called stories where you can kind of all snapchat about the same thing so this is less of an app i'm using and more of something that i'm trying to figure out uh she said it took her a month to figure this app out the professional the photographer professional. yeah so uh we'll see but i'm gonna give it a try here and see what the fuss is all about but apparently uh you know all these media outlets have their channels now like cnn and vice so there's a lot of momentum here and i'm trying to figure it all out how old is your girlfriend's sister <laughs> she's uh she just turned 21 just turned 21. I wonder how long it took her to figure out. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's been on it for you know, months. It's funny. I call it the Camellia app. I just get constant. <laughs> that's all I've used it for. So anyway, um, maybe I'll have more to report soon. You're not the first person to mention Snapchat. It also recently came up because of the stories feature in a, another conversation that I had had. So maybe Snapchat is trending. Yeah, we'll see. Give it a try. David, do you have a favorite app? Um, I'm loving the Street Easy app these days. Street Easy is the, the like, apartment search engine, um, which has been popular for a long time in its desktop version. Um, and I don't know if the app is new, but I'm using it because I'm looking for a new apartment and I'm loving it. Can you spell that for us? S-T-R-E-E-T-E-A-S-Y. Street Easy. One word? One word. Was it a free app? It's a free app. Interesting. Okay. I've, they also launched a big subway campaign. They did, yeah. They're with all advertising. The Is that days. how you discovered them? Uh, no, I've been using it for a long time uh, and just found the app in the App Store, and I am very much enjoying it. New Yorkers love real estate, so there's probably a, a very 
just window shopping apartment porn. That's right. And I just to happen also. to be actively looking that. for a new apartment too. So it's, it's even more useful these That's days. That's David's favorite pastime. He's not saying that, but whenever he gets a chance, he looks on, uh, what is it? What's Curb, the, uh, Street Curbed. Easy. Yeah. I'm all over. <laughs> do you have a favorite app, Pam? I do. Um, I've been enjoying, so we use Emma email marketing for, uh, for the restaurants and for Mario. And they came out, I don't think this is that new, but they came out with a, um, a metric app. So every time you send an email, you can basically see how many people are viewing it and what's increased or, you know, sort of how it's trending. And it's, uh, it's exciting because every time I send out an email, I get obsessive. I have to recheck it and check it and check it. And see so. how popular you are and how <laughs> good your job is going. Exactly. Exactly. Social media is very addictive in that sense. Yes. Everybody wants to know how many likes they got and how many thumbs up and hearts and stars and yeah. comments and everything. You get competitive. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Well, my app this week is called Trello, and it is a free app, and it is basically for people to work together in groups. And you sign up, you create a group, you everybody sees the same dashboard, and you can create tasks. And basically, you create a card, which is a task, and you can add details and photos and lists of things to do and check boxes, and then you can see everyone's tasks lined up in one place. And as you complete them, you can check them, move them, pass them around. And it's a very easy way for a lot of people to both collaborate on one project, but also see all the different collaborative departments or sections or pieces. It's pretty interesting. I haven't quite figured it all out yet. Although my favorite part is that the automated service email that you get from Trello is called Taco. (laughs) It's the customer service handle, I guess. So I get these emails now, Taco from Trello, (laughs) which makes me happy. Yeah, exactly. I kind of giggle every time I get an email from Taco from Trello. So that goes along with the, uh, the Slack app that I called out yesterday, all the new efficiency group work apps. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Whole Foods Market believes in seeking out local, fresh, and seasonal food and in supporting local farmers, makers, and the community as a whole, economically and agriculturally. Whole Foods Market believes in food that is vivid and colorful, fresh and full of nutrients. Food that connects you to your body, the seasons, and to nature. Food that helps you do more, sleep better, and wake up happier. Found in over 400 locations throughout the United States, Whole Foods Market only sells food that meets their standards, which means no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners, ever. Whole Foods Market believes in real food. Visit WholeFoodsMarket.com or download the Whole Foods Market app to learn more. Well, if you're just joining us and you're wondering what the hell you clicked on, this is Tech Bites, the weekly show on the Heritage Radio Network where we talk about the intersection of food and technology. And today, that conversation is a best of highlight reel of what's your favorite app? What is your favorite app? For those of you listening out there, Tech Bytes wants to hear from you. We are very interactive on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TechBytesHRN. You can also tell us your favorite app via email, techbytes at heritageradionetwork.org. 
We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear what your favorite app is. We would love to hear if you think there's an app that needs to be discovered, because you never know. Maybe TechBytes will sponsor a hackathon or something like that. Coming up in this next segment, we have a couple more best of app episodes. And uh, we're going to start off with episode 24. Listen in. We start every episode of Tech Bites like a good meal with an appetizer where we go around the room and we talk about our favorite apps, old apps that we love, new apps we've just discovered. So, Xavier, do you have a fun Yeah. App? So, um, first off, I'm going to steal your thunder, Tony, because I love this one. Um, Shazam. Still to this day, it like blows my mind. It's like and it's my favorite thing, too, because I always have this like... This inner, uh, this inner monologue of cool songs I want to have in future restaurants. So I hear that perfect song, not know who it is, and just you know hit that. And it also connects to Spotify, which is a great app. Um, but I've been really into an app called Lumosity. Um, it's obviously a website where you have all these brain games. But I always see people playing Candy Crush and all these kind of like mindless games. And this one at least draws you in even further by letting, know, letting you know how you perform against other people in your age bracket. So I'll constantly be trying to like beat my old score. And they tell you that you get smarter as, as a part of these brain <laughs> gymnastics. So at least and, it makes me feel good there, about this. You there know? is this ultimate super points and win where instead of just accumulating you know, right. tons of... Right. You know, candy canes, mallets, or superpowers, you're actually getting smarter. Yeah, so they say. <laughs> so they say. There's an app for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you rely on, say, you're like 14 years old just to feel really good about They're actually, I've done that just to make the adjustments in age range <laughs> to see how you compare. You get smarter as you put older age brackets, just probably because people, obviously, that haven't had as much interaction with technology can't use the app as well. But then if you go younger and younger, you see how much how far behind we are this new generation. Uh, so those whippersnappers are beating us. They sure are. <laughs> yeah. They sure are. Yeah. Tony, do you have an app? Yeah, you know, I have one I've been using a lot and I'm really liking it. It's called CamCard. Um I C A M or Yeah, C A M card. You know, I really I can't stand the use of business cards. It seems to me like such an outdated system. I've always rebelled against having one. And I always joke that, you know, having a business card for a tech company is like, you know, trying to build a coal-powered spaceship. You know, there's no reason that we still have to carry on these pieces of paper, but we do. So I've really been using CamCard to hopefully share my business card virtually with other people these days. But everyone else has to have the app, too. So everyone get it so I can share my app, share my card with you that way. So is it intrinsically much different from just texting your contact info or sending your contact info to someone? not at all. It's just that you can scan the card. It's also kind of uh, interesting because it's part of the genesis of the idea of Shoebox was like scanning the scanning technology that's going on now. But now you can just kind of flip your card to somebody when you're at a networking event or something. So in essence, you can gather a bunch of different business contacts through the cards and just take a picture with your phone and then all that information will sync to your contacts. Right. So okay. you don't have to type them in and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, I I have a great card that I love, so I'm sort of partial to mm-hmm. having things sometimes. Yeah, but. of course. Yeah. Okay. Cam card. Well, you can also you can take a picture of your one card and flip it to somebody, and they still get like the picture on your card and all that kind of stuff, but you just don't have to carry it around all the time. Also, sometimes you're collecting a ton of cards, so it's an easy way to go through them and put notes on them and remember who you've talked to. Okay. Yeah. Jack, do you have something fun for us? 
I do. It's related to my uh, 16-hour drives on each end <laughs> of the performance. So we actually had a few cars of people and a lot of the DJs and uh, talent uh, arriving at different times and coming in different ways. There is an app called Find My Friends, and you can basically enable the location services on your phone, and you can kind of track the progress of the other cars and your other friends. So as we're driving down, I can see that Team Heritage Radio is in Maryland once I'm in Virginia, and it's just a really nice, fun way to kind of track people traveling all at the same time. So is it made to be in a car, or could you would you use it like at Bonnaroo itself, because it's a festival, and maybe we you lose track the, of people? We did. Or? We used it at the festival itself, which is a little tough because the service is spotty there, but uh, as an app, it's, it is nice. I mean, you just kind of, you know, you create a pin on yourself. I can still see, actually, these cars. I can see that uh, my what friend... What they're up to now? My friend Dan is uh, in Queens. I can see that right now. and um, Just wait till they have Find My Ex. Oh, well... <laughs> Really, I mean, everywhere to avoid. <laughs> I think the I saw that they give you an escape plan. If you like get within a few feet of somebody you don't want to meet, they'll say turn right. Oh, look at that! I can yeah. see Allison Hamlin is in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, this is really cool. You also need to have friends for it to work. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so you have to mutually accept right. this. You can't exactly. just stalk somebody. You have to have friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because the other app is restraining order. Yes. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. The apps are so fun. It's really interesting to see what people like and use and yeah, you know, it's, what it's, things trend and what people gravitate towards. Right. I, I get a little bit sometimes like I don't, I, you know, yeah, I kind of download these things and then just stop using them two days later a lot of times. So it's nice to have one that I use as a efficiency tool frequently. Also, you know, the ones that like you can sign a document now. Those are amazing. I don't think I've printed a page to sign in a year. What are those apps? Sign because I know now? you can. I know you can typically use a PDF annotation mm-hmm. electronic signature function when I'm on a computer or a desktop. Right, but on your phone, sign now. I don't. I, I, I've signed everything on it for our company for months and months and months. And there's now. one called Cuda Sign too. Like they bought Sign now. I think. Okay, that's what yeah. happened. Okay. So I was getting ready to, I went to the app store to download an app that someone had recommended to me, and I noticed that in the current iOS with my iPhone, the first thing you get is you get a page that says trending searches. Mm. And I love aggregated data on what people are doing and interested in in real time. So the trending searches is in real time, and the number one trending search right now on the app store on the iPhone is raw men. And I was kind of oh. captivated by that. So I clicked on Raw Men as a trending search, and it has 55 results. There are oh, 55 wow. Raw Men-related apps right now in the store that range from Raw Men games to... There's a Raw Men game where it's called... I have to scroll down and find it. It is Penguins Delivering Bowls of Raw Men. Um, Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Penguins delivering bowls of ramen. It is called Ramen Delivery in South Pole. <laughs> and on. it's Japanese. And it's literally a glacier scape with penguins and bowls of ramen coming to them. It's unbelievable. But there's also things like find ramen in London, cook ramen, find ramen in Japan. So I don't actually have an app, but I have... 55 ramen apps in the iTunes store right now, which just kind of blew my mind. So 
think about you know next time when you hit that search button and it goes and it tells you what's trending. Huh. Jackpot yeah. of discovery. Totally, it could be cool if you could even like see how it's trending where and between like you know your age group thing. So an app to let you know how the apps are going. Right. <laughs> so what's your app? So my app is also um, well, it's it's a search engine. It's called DuckDuckGo. Um, DuckDuckGo. So it's not just a standalone app. You can also install it as a plugin in like Chrome or or whatever your browser of choices on your desktop but um it's basically a search engine that doesn't track you and i'm you know maybe a little not not that i'm doing anything illegal but (laughs) you know just concerned about uh the state of the world these days the state of the world these days yes a lot of concern around that and a lot of concern about how our digital lives leave footprints and everything all over the place. I I feel like what we believe is happening vis-a-vis media and news is probably only 7% of what is actually happening in the world in terms of what the programs do, what your phone can do, what different um, orgs and entities and departments can do in terms of, you know, tabulating, tracking, and keeping your information. Yeah. So, okay. DuckDuckGo, it's sort of a stealth search engine, so you can search in private? Yeah, I mean, they just, they at least they claim not to be storing your personal data the way that Google does. Okay. <laughs> Food for thought. <laughs> Amanda, do you have an app that you really like right now? Yeah, I've got a couple. I guess uh, one I, I do use a lot these days is uh, called the 12 minute workout. Um, it's a app, it's a free app and you can upgrade for more options, but, um, it's just these like super fast, super intense 12 or 16 minute workouts that you can do. You know, you can select, like I have a, I have weights, I have a medicine ball, I have a thing to jump on, or like I have none of these things and I just want to do it with my body because I'm in my backyard or my basement or something. And uh, so you can kind of customize to what you feel like doing and then you're done in 15 minutes or or less. So uh, I don't have a lot of time to work out and it's been, uh, it's made me feel like I can get it out in a shorter amount of time. Um, so efficiency and flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Where do you, where do you typically work out? I'd at like, home before you go, when you come back in your office. Yeah. Well, I want to get one of those uh, big yoga ball, big chair things. Yeah. Work. Or a standing or desk a, is very popular. Yeah. I kind of have a DIY standing desk now. We have little ledges above our desks and I can put my, we have laptops, you know, so I can put my laptop up there and, and stand there and uh, I'm pretty tall. So it lets me see over the whole office and like, you know, kind of get that, uh, Bird's eye view? Yeah, it's a great way to work, actually, you know, to be able to be standing. And if you need to look out into the distance, you can instead of just kind of staring at a wall all the time. Do you, how long have you been doing the 12-minute workout? Almost a year. Is that, yeah, pretty close. I don't do it. It's not the only thing I do. But it really, like, freed me from this idea that you have to go and spend, like, an hour at the gym to be, you know, Healthy, for example. <laughs> so the 12-minute workout makes you healthy-ish. Exactly. It's a great compromise. Compromise. Or realistic, perhaps. Yeah. 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 I mean, part of what all of the you know, efficiency, motivation people say is having goals and schedules that are 
realistic and doable and attainable are much better for you than something that's pie in the sky that you'll never do. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea that like, you can't, you don't have to, you can't chase perfection, you know, and you have to just 12 minutes is all you have. Do 12 minutes. Don't do nothing. (laughs) Great. There's also the six minute workout. Yes. That is something I'm maybe dubious about, but um, I would give it a go. Is it? It's a New York Times. New York Times, New York Times article. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of people who use it. I, I've not ever used it myself, but yeah. maybe it's worth looking if you get really busy, right? To see if you can shave that twelve minutes down, down to, to six. six. Yeah, that's that's a good plan. <laughs> see how low you can go. Maximum efficiency. Yeah. So my up this week is actually something I discovered on a post from one of my fellow HRN hosts. That's DJ Cherish the Love, Cynthia Cherish Marlon. Uh, She hosts a show later today on Thursdays at 6 p.m. called Primary Food. And on her social media feed, I think it was in Facebook, she mentioned a bunch of things that she was doing to clean up her digital footprint online and in social media. And she called out a couple of apps. She called out an app called Cleaner, which helps you go through and clean up your Instagram feed, both in terms of people you follow and followers and then your photos as well. And when I was checking that out, which is great, I also came across a compendium, a couple of compendium apps, also cleaners, but to triage your contact lists, it'll go through and look for duplicate contacts and clean those up and clean out different, you know, apps and listings that you have. So I thought that was a great idea. That's something Cleaning up your social media at the beginning of the year or every now and again is always a great idea. And I always do it manually, which is takes a lot of time. And then now that we can sync all of our address books and contacts, and it, you know, most of the phones and programs create new contacts almost instantaneously, you know, we have like 15,000 contacts, but really only like 100. Yeah, yeah, Marie Kondoing your digital life. Exactly, yes. I wonder if there's a Marie Kondo app. I bet there is. I don't know, she's very tactile. She is, yeah, she's such a brand now, though. You can't, I can't imagine she wouldn't. But I bet it doesn't clean up your digital life. I bet it just kind of helps you execute. We'll have to investigate that, a Marie Kondo digital app. So we are out of time, which always makes me sad, but there will be a next time. If you like listening to this episode and want to hear more, come back and see us at 11 a.m. on Thursday mornings for the live broadcast. If you want to take us with you, go to Stitcher Radio and iTunes. We are available for subscription, download, and if you love us, leave us a five-star review. If you think heritageradionetwork.org is a great place and we have a lot of amazing conversations and voices and stories, if this is something you can't live without, go to the website, click the beating heart, And send us maybe what you spent on pizza or coffee today. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, and we keep the lights on and the shows on the air with love and support of members like you. I'm Jennifer Leutzi. This is Tech Bytes. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. 
Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.